write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever wanna feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong I hope I was wrong Jennifer. Hey, Kylie. This is really funny um, yeah. because we are both in the same apartment, but we are in separate rooms just yeah. trying something. So um, sick of each other. <laughs> literally, this apartment. We're trying is- podcast is blind. So, Kylie, what's going on in your life? I do have an update. All right. Jen already knows this, but <laughs> the director and I are no longer. The director is canceled. He is canceled. Well, he canceled himself. He canceled um, himself, which is literally his loss. We had very high hopes for the director because... As I remember, Jennifer literally said, Kylie, he could be the one. Yeah, I was I was telling... I feel bad. I was telling <laughs> Kylie that I think he's the one for her. Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you for getting my hopes up. <laughs> yeah, I kept saying that I thought he might have been the one. But just because they seemed to be vibing so well and they were planning for the future and he like really seemed to have his life together. Everything seemed great, but explain. Basically, (laughs) he kept pushing things along in our relationship, which is like, fine. You know, he was like, I'm not talking to anyone else. Even when I was talking to other people, I was like, okay, cool. He sent me a care package once in the yes, mail. Yes, with his, that was so sweet. It was so sweet with his, well, n- now I don't think it's so sweet, right? Right. He sent um, like his favorite book and some candy and a sweet note and all this stuff. We're, you know, we're talking about two months after talking and he's like, I'm not ready for anything serious. Yeah. I'm um, like, sir, excuse me? Meanwhile, he's the one that had been, like, FaceTiming you every single night, sending you this stuff. Like, he was the one that was seriously pushing it, I think. For sure. And it, yeah. it's just so frustrating because I would have never pushed anything along that fast, nor right. would I have gotten my hopes up for anything mm-hmm. if it weren't for him. I was actually talking about this with, like, another friend earlier, but she had a very similar thing happen with her and another guy where the guy kept taking her on dates and then just, you know, all of a sudden out of the blue, seemingly he just decided he and his ex had broken up too recently and like he wasn't ready, which is basically the same thing I was told by the director. Yeah. So dumb. If we believe both these guys and I'm sure both these guys are good people. My friend and I are Mm -hmm. good judges of character. So, okay, let's assume they're telling the truth. That means that these guys genuinely did not know that they were not ready for another relationship. Right. In which case, you are in no position to then be dating because right. my friend and I are now emotionally led on. And it doesn't matter that you didn't have bad intentions, just like we've heard previously about you and the accountant. You know, he may not have had bad intentions, but he still ended up hurting you the director yes, totally. hurt me. We were emotionally let on. Yep, totally. He wasn't ready. He thought he was ready. Kylie was very much so under the impression that he was ready. And he wasn't, which is sad. But at the same time, on to better. Yeah, you'll be just fine. Plus, this guy, Kylie is like the best this guy will ever have. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, Jennifer, that's not true. But No, it is true. It's true. Not true. What if he becomes a big, famous director someday? Then... You know, well, I mean, that's fine, but for now, Kylie is absolutely the best this guy can have. So, 
Well, Jennifer, thank you. Do you have any updates for us? My art business <laughs> is doing really well. I started utilizing TikTok to promote some of my art and I've actually been getting a lot of like orders. So that's exciting. We love that. Yeah. And everyone should check out at Jennery Art. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Jen's yeah. art Instagram. It's tagged in her bio. Yes, but... it's tagged in my bio. And then, yeah, you're going to push me to talk. I went on a quarantine <laughs> social distance date with my ex-lover that everybody is obsessed with. It was really fun. We got some pasta and, you know, ate it. And we went on a nice long walk. That was really fun. So yeah, it was good. I'm very careful with him though because we dated for a while in the past. So like it's not a normal situation. There's not really much to like discover if you know what I mean. When people start dating somebody, they're kind of so excited about everything new and like telling their friends about all this new stuff. Like there's nothing super new here. There's not a lot of unknowns. Right. So I'm not trying to say it's not exciting. Like it is exciting. And it was really nice to, like, see him and things like that. But it's not really the same as, like, going out with someone for the first time. Because I already know him very, very well. And It's also, like, more pressure because you guys do have such a long history. So. Yes. It's a lot of pressure. Or pressure, I mean. Only because we had dated for a really long time. And then we broke up and it was kind of messy. Pretty much the whole time I was questioning whether it was a good idea or not to mm-hmm. break up with him because I think we touched on this but there's nothing like really that wrong it just wasn't right you know mm-hmm. so it is a little bit of pressure I just don't want to like hurt anybody's feelings like including my own and I'm trying to like take it slowly and things like that but we'll <laughs> see how it goes so yeah but it was good it was a really nice social distance quarantine date I also I want to say that I feel like a lot of people are kind of like going back to their like hometown exes during quarantine or whatever because that's like the only option this guy it's not that no it's not that it's always kind of been it's never been off the table no it's never been off the table even when I went out with some other people or liked other people in the back of my head I always was like okay well comparing people to him and like pretty much the entire time like anytime I spent any time with any other dude I was comparing them the entire time which is not healthy no and it also kind of just shows you that maybe you aren't a hundred percent ready to let go totally so we'll see it's kind of a complicated situation obviously but we're both trying to be smart about it and there's also no bad blood at least to my knowledge so we'll see can i talk about one more other update obviously yes of course great so i watched outer banks and i just have to say <laughs> I'm really, really emotionally attached to um, John B as well. So, oh my god, another love interest of mine at the moment. What's his? What's the actor's name? Do you know? Chase Stokes. But Chase you know, Stokes, I've done if you're listening, on- Chase, Jennifer, I really like you. I think I like you, but I think I like John B even better. <laughs> um, so you're in love with a fictional character. Yeah, I'm in love with a fictional character. My bad. So yeah. sorry. I've always been a fangirl. I tend to like fangirl over certain guys at a time. This happens to be the one at the moment. I really like his vibe. I really like everything about him. He's like a bad boy with a good heart. I really like the way he looks. Oof. I like Jennifer's the way he talks. Achilles heel. Yeah. I understand when it's you're- hard. When you're in love with John B., it's really hard to yeah. 
enter into to... any kind of serious relationship. It is, yeah, and it's also upsetting because he doesn't have feelings for me. Well, that's just because he doesn't like know you exist. Like, if he knew you existed, maybe. Maybe. For today's topic, for real or fake, I think this topic specifically goes great with our title, Real or Fake, because we're going to talk about having your own business. <laughs> A real business, in my opinion, is something that you create on your own. You can consider yourself some type of creator or inventor or something along those lines. Um, even if it's just like a consulting business, for example, like you didn't create or invent that, but like you're providing something independently. And obviously, if your business grows, the whoever joins reports to you, considered the founder. A fake business, <laughs> there's a lot of fake businesses out there. That I see, I even you know I, people. Yeah, I know plenty of people that join these fake businesses and call it their own multi-level marketing businesses slash pyramid schemes. Hashtag slash boss babe. Anything that says you're going to be a boss babe, whatever, is a fake business. Another sign it might be a fake business is if some girl DMs you on Instagram and says, yes. hey, girly, hey girl, you're so gorgeous. Um, I'm sure you get asked this a lot. Horrifying. <laughs> if you ever wanted to own your Ugh. own business. It's the worst. Basically, pyramid schemes are, it is fake in terms of like, it is not your own business. It is not your own business. It is not your own business. And they genuinely believe that it's their own business and it's not. Yes. So we really wanted to talk about this specifically just because the statistics surrounding multi-level marketing is really scary as far as how yep. much they take advantage of mm -hmm. the people. If you guys aren't super familiar with a pyramid scheme, aka multi-level marketing, basically the main way the business makes money is by not selling their product, but by recruiting people that sell the product. Yes. And they make their money off of the people at the very bottom. The people at the very bottom, therefore, end up losing their money and not actually yes. making any money. Okay, I'm going to give examples of like a real business to start. I would say I had a spray tan business in college that I talked about briefly in the plastic surgery episode, I believe. Basically, my spray tan business in college came about because I ordered a spray tan machine online. I ordered my solution I started giving myself spray tans. I started giving other people spray tans. I was really good at it. So like I provided a service that people wanted to pay for. I wasn't reporting to anybody. So Jen, I have a question for you. Yes. So Jennifer, yes. what percentage of your paycheck would you say you take home? 100% because I was the only employee of my own business. You mean you didn't have to pay someone higher up that recruited no, you? No. And the only product I bought... Nobody forced me to buy anything. I bought it myself and I used it on others to make a profit all for myself. Nobody else. Right. Exactly. Yes. That is a genuine business. Yes. Every decision was my own. Every profit went directly to my bank account. Exactly. Yes. It was mine. And then an even more legitimate business, Kylie, you have an example. So my friend, she met this guy in Paris. And How romantic. So romantic. This Parisian boy sweeps her off her feet and so romantic. Is secretly loaded. He like sells Damn. luxury cars and oh basically gave her a bunch of money to start this business. You're kidding. I haven't even heard this before. <laughs> I know this is like a really wild story. So she's like a fashion designer and she designed a bunch of athleisure and I actually own some of 
of it. Super comfy, great clothing, but she designed all of it. She went to different manufacturing sites and figured out a way to manufacture her pieces. She bought all this material to ship it out. She had a website built to sell her clothing. This is all like thinking about building and owning your own business. She controlled everything from what was being made, what was being designed, how it was being distributed, you know, how people were finding out about it. She ran the social media, all of this stuff. She's the founder. She is the founder. And I think the commonality between Jennifer, your story and my friend's story is that without you or her, there would be no business. True. So if you are not a kingpin in this business, if you were to leave and would it still be 100% okay and able to run without you, it's not your own business. (laughs) No, it's not. Those are two good examples of having your your own business. I also want to say that I'm not judging people that join pyramid schemes and I understand where they're coming from because I was almost roped into one too one time mostly because I had never heard of a pyramid scheme before. I had like literally no clue what it was. I was only 16 at the time, I think, which is super fucked up. I was so young. But my my friend had texted. Have you ever heard the story, Kylie? No, I haven't. Oh, Oh, okay. So my friend texted me and my friend had no clue what was going on. She was just the messenger. But my friend texted me and she was like, hey, I know you're really into like fitness and working out and eating healthy and stuff. My family friend is looking for people to help her teach fitness classes this summer. And so I was like, yeah, definitely. And so I went to go meet with this friend of hers. I pulled up. It was a really nice house. Went to the doorbell, told her I was there. She came to get me. And I was pretty surprised because this lady was like a lot older than I expected. Middle aged for sure. If I had to guess, I'm going to go with like 55. She led me to her house. She had me sit down and she, you know, made me feel really nice and welcomed. And then she was talking to me all about my friend that she knew and like how far back they went, how close their families were, essentially like making me feel comfortable, but also letting me know that she had ties to my friend and her family who I'm close with. This is so sketchy. So (laughs) I feel like I'm in a horror story. Right? I know. Oh, so bad. And so anyway, so she's like, I have two offers for you. One is you can't be paid an hourly salary or $10 an hour and you can help manage like my health and wellness business and just like organize things for me, make phone calls, whatever. She basically gave me this very bland job description, essentially like an assistant to her or you could join me in my business and run your own business too, just like I do. And the more you work at it and the more successful you are, the more money you'll make. And I was like, okay. And she was like, just so you know, you know, you can make anywhere from the same amount that you could get paid being like my assistant, or you can end up making like thousands of dollars a month if you get really good at it and she was also hyping me up she's like just from the way you carry yourself and how friendly you are and from everything xxx has told me about you I think you would be like an amazing entrepreneur and I think you could do amazing things running your own business 
And 16-year-old me was like, hell yeah. So she was like explaining to me basically how all these young people are like empowered to make their own money and how it's going to be a life-changing opportunity if I decide to go that route. But if I decide to go to safe route, then I can just make a good $10 an hour helping her with her business. So obviously, which one am I going to pick? You know? So I was like, um, I think that the one with like my own business sounds really cool. And she was like, great. I knew you were a good one. I knew you were a smart girl and he'd want to pick that. So creepy. Then she starts showing me. Now looking back at it, she didn't even tell me what it was. Jennifer, I, I am laughing so hard, yeah. but I am so sad Ter- right now. I'm I also know, like kind terrifying. of on the verge of tears. Yeah. Like g- genuinely just think about you, you know, how smart you actually are and you almost yeah. got roped into this. Jennifer, think yep. about how many poor 16-year-old girls. It's yep. basically child abuse. It is. It is. Yes. So then she pulled up this video. It literally looked like hazmats or whatever. Yeah. Okay. There are people in a factory in like hazmat suits grinding up. This is not a joke. Grinding up and vegetables and making them into pills. And she's trying to tell me that (laughs) all of these pills are made up of real fruits and vegetables, as you can see. And it sounds so stupid as I'm talking about it. But at the time, I was like, oh my god. This pill, it was called Juice Plus. Shout out. I'm pretty sure they don't exist anymore. She was like, this pill is changing lives. And so I'm like thinking that this pill is literally like cure to cancer. This video was amazing. Okay. And then it starts showing all of these people at conferences, networking and standing up and they're all being presented with checks. It's literally brainwashing. I swear to God, I was getting brainwashed. Yes. All of these people were being presented. Yes. It's literally a cult with like big checks. So after being at this lady's house for two hours, I'm also starting to get exhausted. You know what I mean? I just wanted to leave. (laughs) I like had sat there. I had to be polite. I had to watch like an hour long video. I was getting seriously exhausted. So she was like, okay, so are you in? And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely in. And she was like, okay, great. You know, I'm going to set you up with your own website and we're going to do this and this and this. Then the last thing she told me, the price comes out to be like 500 something dollars. This is not a joke. There's also a um, subscription fee. So like you'll, you'll be getting a new, she's like, this will come to you every month. Or if you decide that you don't need all of this every month and you want to skip, then you can do like every other month, whatever. So I was like, wait, wait, wait. So I have to pay $500 a month to be selling these things or like running my own business. And she was like, well, selling things or endorsing these products without using them on your own. I was like, um, I mean, yeah, but like, it's just really expensive. I definitely believe in it. I like want it, whatever, but it's just a little expensive. She was literally looking at me as if I had 5,000 foreheads. This is, she is manipulating Manipulating me and making me feel stupid. Anybody who makes you feel stupid for asking questions is not someone you want to work with. And so she's like, well, I know that it looks like a cost up front, but you're going to be making three to four times this amount back. So yes, you have to put in some money in the beginning, but you're going to be making so much more back. 
and I was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. That sounds good. <laughs> this is so sad. This so makes me want sad. to cry. Yes, but again, I can understand how people get roped in. So I pull out my debit card. How did I even have $500 in my debit card? I don't know. Jennifer, sad. wait, wait, sorry. Let me just yes. also interject this. I don't know if you know this, but some multi-level marketing companies offer their own credit cards. So they don't even charge no. it to your account. They charge it to their own credit cards and then they send no. debt sharks after them. Yes. Uh, oh my God. It might be a new passion in life of mine to like stop these businesses. So I take out my credit card or my debit card that probably had $700 on it only because I was lifeguarding at the time <laughs> um, and making like $500 every two weeks. So I paid for all of this juice plus shit you know what I would compare it to which I haven't actually experienced and I feel very bad for I actually even almost feel bad for not having this experience which is fucked up I am almost going to compare it to a boy pressuring you into doing something and you not wanting to do it and then he makes you feel stupid for not wanting you to do it and then you I do mean, it and then you feel shitty after somehow you know? it's your fault and you feel somehow shitty. you feel shitty and you feel just kind of like wait what just happened that's how I felt because I knew in my gut it wasn't right, but she made me feel like stupid and pressured and also made me feel like it, it was a good idea at the end of the day and it was an investment and that it was going to be like good for me in the long run. So I like put my card down and I did it. The second I walked out of her house, I was like, what did I just do? Like, what did I just see? And I had been there for three hours at that point. I got into my car and broke down crying broke down crying um oh my god broke Poor down baby jennifer i know and it's weird because the first person i didn't called was not my mom because i knew my mom was gonna be so angry at me <laughs> i was actually really scared to tell my mom so i sat in front of this lady's house didn't even drive my car yet i just was sobbing and the first person i called was my bank so she was like we can cancel the card altogether it might be kind of a pain you're gonna have to like get a new card whatever. And I was like, that's God bless this fine. service agent. Yes. God bless right? her. That's actually why we have this small bank. It's great. Like when I call them, they're so good. So she felt really bad for me. She just canceled my card right on the spot and told me to come in sometime that week and get a new card. So I canceled the card and technically I didn't lose any money. No payment had gone through yet. And I felt so bad. I felt so stupid. I didn't even, I texted the lady probably 20 minutes after I had left her house. I like pulled over again, texted her. I said, thanks for having me. I've actually thought about it and I'm, I'm not interested. And I just blocked her number. <gasps> she, so you never heard anything back her. from her? Oh no, I did. Don't worry. <gasps> so I got home and I was like, mom, um, before you get mad at me, I just want you to know that not, like the payment didn't actually go through and like I canceled my card. But I was like, it was really weird. I went to this lady's house and she essentially told me that it was going to be like a health and wellness business. And then I ended up paying $500 for these pills. And my mom was like, oh no. And I was like, yes. And then she was like, no. And then she said, was it a pyramid scheme? And I said, what's a pyramid scheme? And she was stunned that I didn't know what a pyramid scheme was. <laughs> well, they don't teach these things in they school. They don't teach it, no. So she explained to me what a pyramid scheme was, and I just looked at her, and I was like, yeah, it was a pyramid scheme. Like, <laughs> I was in awe of the fact that, like, this is a legitimate scam that just exists. <laughs> 
I thought I had been like you, one-off scammed. Yeah, like as a child, you grow up thinking that illegal things don't right? happen in the world. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> this is do. like a real known scam. So my mom was like pretty proud of me for calling the bank and canceling my card. And she was like, you did that the right thing. That was a really thing. smart move. Did you like block her? I was like, yeah, I blocked her. This woman reached out to me via Facebook via Instagram DM I'm pretty sure I don't know if she said anything to my friend who had reached out to me but like I was really really scared to talk to my friend for I would say like almost a month or two after this happened because I thought this lady was going to be trashing me to her did she ever say anything to her I don't know I haven't even asked so yeah that's my experience with almost being roped into a pyramid scheme oh I was roped in I just unroped myself very quickly so a couple morals number one always pay for things on a credit card (laughs) always jennifer your story was fantastic and do not apologize for telling it (laughs) at all because (laughs) i feel like this covered a lot of really important indicators yes tell because it doesn't matter if it's juice plus or you know you're selling candles i don't even know if that's an actual mlm but i'm that, sure it is <laughs> i'm sure it is but yeah. the point is is that it doesn't matter what you're selling the product at the end of the day is roping in those new people yes yes they just want that initial down payment of a few hundred dollars and especially if it's like a subscription which most of the time it is then you're giving them a couple hundred dollars per month and i also think that it was so creepy and so predatory that this 55 year old woman went after a teenage girl knowing very well what it's like to be a teenage girl and how naive you are and she made you trust her and she took advantage of you that is like scum of the earth to me so scummy yes and I almost think that sometimes these people brainwash themselves into thinking that they're legitimately doing something good for somebody which I think she is genuinely delusional she must be delusional she has to be delusional either Um, delusional or a straight-up psychopath yes and like multiple friends of mine know her and they all have like the best things to say about her 55 year old woman had preyed on me I'm sure she preyed on plenty of other 16 year olds I think it can go a couple ways. I think that you can be roped in easily if you're like vulnerable and you don't have a very good education because if somebody's presenting you with this opportunity saying you're going to make so much money and you're going to do this, like it's kind of sounds like a dream, you know? I also think it goes the other way, which is what I believe happened to me because I've seen it happen. I saw it happen to people in my high school specifically with this stupid knife business. I'm sure you're familiar with the knife business. Kylie. Oh, yeah. So the knife business, their whole strategy is to go after people. It's to go after high school kids whose parents are successful because they have a great network and the knives are expensive. Rich people always need more knives. Rich people always need more knives, apparently. And rich parents feel bad for the kids trying to sell the knives and they'll buy a knife from you for like $200, which is so dumb. So anyways, so this lady asked my friend who she wanted to know if like that friend had any friends. So she's probably looking at me just like some type of money pit. I think that she was going after essentially like North Shore well-to-do kids, you know? 100%, which is honestly so terrible. At least, I guess, at least on the North Shore, typically people's parents could bail them out and they don't have to go into credit card debt. But Jennifer, this happens all over the country Mm -hmm. and a lot of times in a lot of like poor socioeconomic areas where girls are not going to have anyone to bail them out and then they're just under mountains of credit card debt 
yeah, it's so sad. So sad. It ruins lives. I just want to say that I looked it up. And so of the low level sales consultants, Mm -hmm. so what you would have been hired into at that base level without anyone underneath you, Mm -hmm. only 0.4% of people make any kind of money. Damn. 99.6% of those consultants lose money. Wow. Would you work for a company? Where ninety nine point six percent of people no lose money absolutely not no what yes wow and only eighty six percent of people who are in the whole company so that's above the just base level sales consultant mm-hmm. so eighty six percent of the whole company doesn't make money that's absurd 15- that's like taking a birth control can you imagine like taking a birth control that's like. 0.4% effective. And then it's 15% effective for the whole company. Yeah, no, no, That's no, no, not no, even no, 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 worth no. it. You no. might as well just have raw sex. I also just looked up Juice Plus. Wait. <laughs> um, a full payment per box. It's $300. <gasps> Jennifer. I've been warned. Everybody's been warned. <laughs> Jennifer, this is crazy because... Yeah. <laughs> Who can't just go to the grocery store and right? buy a piece of fruit or vegetables? Right? It's so cheap. It's so cheap. You can get like I'm a too literal, lazy. I have to literally take a pill. Yeah, I have a bad pill. This is so this messed so messed up. up. Okay, let me read some more facts. So okay. The money isn't in the products. We've talked about this. How all yes. the money that you really make is by recruiting people to be in yep. under you. It's called your downline. So you want to mm-hmm. recruit people for your downline. You'll also need to try to keep your people from quitting. <laughs> Everybody wants to quit their job. <laughs> is that not a sign? <laughs> I quit after stepping outside. <laughs> Jennifer, I like this one. Your family and friends won't appreciate your business. <gasps> what? You know what this sounds like? What if all of your family and friends don't like a guy you're dating? Hmm. Right? Yeah. Is that a sign? Probably a red flag. Is that a sign? Probably a big red flag. Is it? Hmm. Is it, Jennifer? I guess, Kylie. I guess. Uh, (laughs) I should have listened. (laughs) Ooh. You'll be taught to use unethical sales tactics. This is totally what the woman used on you. Yep. Yeah, you probably shouldn't target people who are 35 years younger than you and make $5 an hour after taxes. (laughs) Yeah, if you're 55 years old trying to recruit a underage child to join a business, reevaluate your life yeah, choices. Yeah, agreed. Um, and this is a, a, like a final one that I can touch on. You're not in control. Final thing I really want to say mm-hmm. is, okay, so maybe you've heard what we've described and you're, oh, I've heard of something kind of like this, but is it really an MLM? So there's a website called is this in no MLM.com? <laughs> yes. And you type in the company name. So let's type in Juice Plus. Okay. Yes. So it says, yes, Juice Plus <laughs> is an MLM. If you search it in there. See? Okay, let me type in Mary Kay because that's one that people debate actually, even though, yes, it is. Yes, Mary Kay is. <laughs> no, no, no. But here's the thing where other people get confused too. So Juice Plus, I think, is just a scam altogether. <laughs> like... I don't think those pills are really going to, like, help you be healthy by any means. However, I think people get confused when the product is real. For example, Mary Kay is, like, real makeup, and people actually really like some of their makeup. Or, sorry, I hate to call it out because this is the one I get the most from people, but Arbonne. Yeah, the hair. 
hair, they do hair, makeup, face wash, whatever. My freshman year roommate actually had Arbonne face masks and I loved them. Good product, not going to lie. And I think that's where people can get confused because it's like, well, the products are legit and the products are good. If you want to buy their product, like probably don't because it's an MLM and like I don't support unethical businesses. However, like just because the product is legitimate and okay doesn't mean that the business is good to join. Do you know what I mean? Like don't join it. You know what I think another one is that people don't know about? Yeah, what? Rodan and Fields. Oh, God, that's another one. Right, but I feel, like I get, like, regular ads from them on Instagram and stuff. Like, yeah. it blends in so well. It does. They almost, I feel like their marketing is similar to, like, Proactive almost. I think, uh, Pro, is Proactive an MLM? I don't think so. This hmm. is what it is. So, the same dermatologist that created Proactive also created Rodan and Fields. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. So, it's go. not technically an MLM in how the business is structured and how they sell it, but the same people yeah. made those companies. So, definitely no. sketchy. Also, I did use Proactive for a little bit. It didn't really work. Oh, God. It made my skin worse. And you know what, Kylie? You know what is messed up? Rodden and Fields, again, I think they were on some list best skin products. One of their products made a roundup of like best. That's like really fucked up, honestly. So I think that another question we probably could get is like, if you have a good friend who mm-hmm. is involved, what should you should say? You support? Um, okay. <laughs> I actually wanted to make a t-shirt one time that said, dare taught me to say no to drugs and more importantly, pyramid schemes. <laughs> I'm not I even kidding. I would buy that shirt right? I know. I should make it. I I have plenty of friends that have joined pyramid schemes. Just say no. Like, you got to say no. Right. I think that... It's, I think it's, it's like an enabler. Not, like, as someone you're who... You're like an enabler, yes. And at the end of the day, you are either going to screw yourself over because you're going to give them, what, $300 up front, even just $20 up front, whatever it is you're giving them up front. It's not going into your friend's pocket. First of all, it's going into their like manager or whatever. So like any income that I would have made with juice plus more of what I made would have gone to that lady who recruited me and like, so on and so on and so on this weird ladder, you know, Jennifer, do you know what this reminds me of hmm. a pimp and a prostitute? Right. I know it's so fucked up. So like, you know, I know that you want to support your friend's business, but I would say at the end of the day, it's not going into their pockets. It's not going into their bank account necessarily. It's not their business. It's not their business. You have to say no. Here's the thing. Nobody is in these until they die. Eventually they're going to get out of it. And the second they get out of it, they're going to trash it. Right. They're going to realize it's like getting out of a cult. Like they're going to realize all of the stuff that went on. And they also, in that moment, anytime you ever tried to kindly, like, say something that's to them and, like, you wouldn't buy their product in the past, like, they'll yes. see, you know, you were trying to do the right thing. Yes, exactly. I... Jennifer, if you ever got involved, I'd just slap you silly. Oh, my God. I know. Well, I would even say if it's, like, one of your close friends, maybe send them some literature on, like, multi-level marketing. <laughs> right. And send them, like, the stuff. Just, like, kind of, like, have you heard of a pyramid scheme? Like, kind of the way, Jennifer, your mother talked yes. to you. Maybe they just don't know. It's true. If they just are kind of, like, it's not a pyramid scheme, blah, 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 they shut you down, then you're, like, okay. You tried. You were respectful. They yes. respectfully shut you down, and that's hopefully how two adults would handle it. The other thing I want to say is I also have had another person who I really like. Like, I thought we were on track to, like, being friendlier than we had been before, whatever. And actually, like, I think that we have developed a friendship now. 
but I had to say no to her like times, which was really hard. It's really hard to say no to people sometimes, especially someone you like. So hard. Yes. And this girl, I really like her. Like, I really respect her. Like, I think that we have a lot in common, just about like a couple life things we've been through. She's like supported me really, really well. So saying no to her was really hard, but I like had to do it a few times. I would say this is like a very rare case. I would say we actually got like maybe a little bit closer due to her reaching out all the time, but this is where it gets tricky. And I actually read, I believe a Wall Street Journal journal article on this or New York Times something. People who are in pyramid schemes tend to lose friends because it's very hard for their friends to feel as though like them reaching out and wanting to make plans or like wanting to see them whatever is genuine because like at the end of the day, you're like always trying to rope in your friends or like sell them products, you know? That is the worst part. The worst part. That is the worst part. It can destroy friendships. Um, I'm pretty sure like 85 to 90% of people that join MLMs are women fucked up. You never (laughs) know. Like with those people, sometimes it's hard to tell if they're actually wanting to be your friend or not. You can lose friends really easily too because your friends always think you have some type of weird ulterior motive. And you kind of do. You kind of do. Yeah. There's also this, oh, it's called the sunk cost fallacy. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like once you put that initial down payment, even if you're not making that money back, you're like, I've already invested this much. I've got to keep going. Yep. And you end up spending more money and you keep going. And and then it's like a toxic boyfriend. It is like a toxic. You're literally like, I know he can be good. I know he can be good, but he's never going to be good. I would say moral of the story is Any company that wants you to pay for something is a scam. Any term such as boss babe. Scam. Scam. Reaching out Um, via Instagram DM. Scam. Such a scam. Anything you're not in control of is not your own business. If you want to say it's sales, I have a little bit more respect than you saying it's your own business. It's not your own business. You're doing sales and you're doing it in a sketchy way for an unethical company and your product is probably crap. (laughs) <laughs> and with that, I think I think we've got it. We are smarter than this girl's, way smarter than we this. We are. You can run your own business. A legitimate one. If you one. want to make Juice Plus, if you want people to eat fruits and vegetables, then offer them some type of weird smoothie that you make. Put it in your own packaging. Charge $12 for it. Charge way more money for it. Brand it yourself. Ship it to them. Whatever. That's your Juice Plus and that's your own business. Boom. Done. I think we covered it. I think we covered it. <laughs> yeah, right, I think Jennifer? we covered it. Until um, next time. Yeah, until next time, Kylie. Have a great day. I'm going to take the bottle for the guy, yeah. Maybe we can make it if we try, yeah. Lately, I've been looking more inside, yeah. You hit me when you're sipping. You only get